Hello, my name is Natalia Vasquez and I am a certified personal trainer, wellness coach, and owner of Bridal Bootcamp San Diego. On today's episode of Bridal Bootcamp Podcast, we are going to be talking about how to calculate your maintenance calories. If you're starting a fat loss journey, you've probably decided to start tracking calories or macros to get an idea of what your deficit should be. But the thing is, before plugging in some data into an app like MyFitnessPal or some random online calculator, you really need to figure out what your maintenance calories are to see what your body can truly do with what you're currently consuming. And if you're using a fitness app to calculate calories because you just don't have that background to do it yourself, then you're probably getting some shockingly low numbers. One that I constantly see my fitness pal throw out to um, clients is 12 to 1300 calories, which quite honestly is very, very low for an adult, regardless of your activity level. That range is generally enough to just cover your basal metabolic needs, which is like breathing and blood circulation and the other necessary functions that your body does just if you were just, you know, in a comatose state. So to include functions like using that brain power for daily work, hours of work, and then running errands and taking care of your kids or your dog and then throwing in exercise, again, that 12 to 1300 calorie range is very, very low. And if anyone gives that to you, or if that's what pops up for you as a recommendation, it should be a giant red flag and you should steer clear of that recommendation. So If you're looking at that and you just don't know what to do from there, uh, you may have seen another calculation online. This one is a very simple one. It's also very popular and it's simply to multiply your weight in pounds by either 10, 11, or 12, depending on your level of activity. So if you're sedentary, like if you have a desk job, you would multiply it by 10. If you're moderately active, desk job with some movement maybe, then you would multiply it by 11. And if you're on your feet like a mail carrier or uh, bartending or waitressing, then you would multiply it by 12. So I did the math for myself based on this calculation and it gave me an output of 1,740 calories. Without even tracking, I already know that that number is very, very low after years of having tracked because your girl likes to eat um, and that would probably cover breakfast and lunch, maybe. Um, but again, as I mentioned on a previous podcast, I wanted to do a 12-week cut to show you what sustainable dieting can look like with a minimal deficit. So this is what I did to calculate my maintenance calories. And please take my suggestions, my experience with a grain of salt. This is just what I did for me. Uh, I know my body. I've been in this industry for a while. I've been in this field for a while. This is what works 
for me. I would not recommend you take my exact numbers and apply them to your life. And always that disclaimer of please consult your physician uh, before starting any nutrition or fitness regimen. So with all of that covered, here we go. So for tracking, if you are not using some sort of online calculator and you want to try to figure out how to do this yourself, this is where you start. You track everything you eat for one week. And if it's an off week, like you're traveling or you have a lot of events going on and you're not preparing the majority of your food, then I would track for two weeks just so that you have more accurate data. You want to get a baseline of what you're consuming. So... I don't want you to be on your best behavior. You're not going to be on your best behavior. You're going to eat like you usually eat. You're going to eat like no one's watching. Whatever you do when you're not trying to lose weight, that's what you do. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden it's going to be a binge fest for a week because if that's not how you usually eat, then that's not how we're going to change our behavior for the purpose of this experiment. So what I did was I basically filled my plate up with whatever I was going to eat and then I measured it on the scale. When you're trying to diet, you're actively putting on four ounces of meat and then you're dumping it on our plate. So we're gonna reverse the behavior here. You're gonna fill up your plate and then you're gonna weigh it. If you're going out to eat and that specific restaurant doesn't have their nutrition information available online, then what you do is you go into your tracking app, like if it's MyFitnessPal, I keep throwing that out, but there are others out there, and you search for similar restaurant food. Uh, for example, I don't know, chicken wings, chicken fry, uh, tenders, fries, onion rings, I don't know. You search for it, you add whatever chilies had, for example, into your dinner, and you're good to go. Something similar. You can't obsess about the accuracy of the information that you get from restaurants. You just can't because then there's also the variable of like, who's the chef that day? How much butter do they put on? Is there butter on your steak? Do they butter your, your bun and all of that? But again, it's something not to worry too much about if you're only having a couple of meals out. Um, if all of your meals are out, then it would be something that would be of greater concern because now that information is going to be less accurate. So the hope for you is that you're cooking most of your meals um, or you're using a reliable menu with nutrition information. One of the two. So I tracked for a week. We had a couple of social events, which is pretty typical for us. And the rest of the meals I cooked, usually there's also like a takeout, like we'll do pizza from our favorite place. Um, I usually have wine or beer two to three days a week. I usually have dessert, I don't know, five days a week. But again, I'm following the 80-20 principles. Look, if you're judging, I really don't care. This is just what I do. This is me and my lifestyle, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, so, so that's how I do. So some days I noticed I'm like at eating on the lower range and some days are on the higher range. So there's going to be that average. And that's what we're looking for. At the end of this one or two week experiment, you want to get your average. So my average for that one week experiment is 300 calories of food a day, which is actually what I thought I was eating more or less based on where my weight is currently at. So now that I have my baseline, I make a decision as to whether or not I want to create some sort of deficit. And so what is a deficit? It's basically that difference, right? 
that's going to get me to my body losing weight. Now, if I'm currently maintaining at 3,000 calories and that other calorie calculator gave me about 1,700 and I just, without tracking my maintenance calories, decided to start consuming 1,700 calories, a couple of things would be happening there. Uh, One, I would be hungry. I would be very, very hungry because as previously mentioned, I probably eat that amount between my breakfast and lunch and maybe a snack or so. So would that be sustainable for me? Absolutely not. At some point, I would be very hungry. I would probably binge uh, just to fulfill those physiological needs of hunger. And then my weight would creep back up. So whatever I have lost, probably quickly, if you're jumping from 3,000 to 1,700 calories, uh, just all of a sudden, then then you're going to drop weight pretty quickly. Uh, Initially, it might be water weight, and then you might get some fat loss and some muscle loss. But yeah, you'll lose weight, but that's not what I'm planning to do here. So the purpose of my experiment is to basically show y'all that in a 12-week process, you can lose fat in a slow, sustainable way. So for me, I am comfortable cutting at 3,000 calories. My cut is going to be 5 to 10% at a time. And I'm going to sit there for a while. So if I decide to do a 10% cut for week two, that's going to be roughly, what, 300 calories or so? So that's going to put me at 2,700 calories for weight loss. That's not drastic. I should be able to be okay with that at the end of the day, not feel too hungry. That's only 10%. That's 300 calories out of, you know, 2,700 to end the day with, which is not bad at all. But I want to tell you this, if you're tracking for maintenance and at the end of your one to two week experiment, you see that you are at 1,800 calories and you want to do a cut you have to consider whether that cut is going to be sustainable for you. Personally, I think trying to cut from 1,800 calories is too low. So what I would do with clients is reverse them. I would want to see clients consume at least 2,500 calories and maintain their weight before cutting them because then we have something to cut from. Whereas if your starting maintenance amount is 1,800 calories and you're trying to cut, what are you going to cut into? You're going to be in that 1,500 calorie range, that 1,400 calorie range. And this is without even knowing, again, your level of activity necessarily, your height, what's going on with your metabolism, your sleep, your hormones, all of that. So just a word of caution there. If after this experiment, your number is under 2,000 calories, even under 2,200 calories, right? I'm, my happy place just, you know, working with folks is 2,500. But if it's in that lower range and you're trying to cut, it may not be sustainable in the long run. You may be hungry. You may be angry. So you'll be hangry and you might be putting all this back on. If your goal is to lose weight sustainably, sustainably, that means slow, and no one likes slow. We all want to see results quickly. We want to jump on the scale and see a one pound loss every single day. But you know what? If that happens, one, it's probably water weight, and two, it's not going to be sustainable. 
But I'll tell you this. Once you get to your goal weight, you're not going to care how long it took you to get there. You're just going to be happy that you put in the work and you got there. So again, doing a 5 to 10% cut of whatever your maintenance needs is a really, really good start. So just to sum all of that up, for week one, you track your food. You track your food. If you need another week, you do it for two weeks. You just want to get a good, solid estimate of what you're consuming day to day, get your average, and then based on that amount, you decide whether you want to do a cut at a very slow pace of 5 to 10%, or if you need to reverse, which means you have to increase your calories nice and easy, nice and slow, the same way that we would cut, so that you have a better place to cut from. And so one other thing that I want to add before I close out today is I know it can be hard to see what you're eating. You may not want to see that number at the end of the day, or you may not want to input everything. Like if you have kids and you start, you know, snacking on their leftovers or you're cooking and you're licking the spoon and that peanut butter was never measured. Like you may not want to know. You kind of want to forget about the office donuts or the pizza, or if you're looking at like a big log of options, you'll you'll pick the lower calorie range. I don't recommend doing that. But it's like looking at your bank account. You have to know what's happening, right? You have to know how much money, or in this case, calories you're working with so that you can do a really, really, really effective cut in a very sustainable way. And in the beginning, it might be uncomfortable to look at those numbers day in and day out. But I'm telling you, if you do it the right way, which is slow and you have a lot to work with, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. You won't be hangry. You'll learn to make better choices. You'll start seeing results week after week. And you won't be upset about, air quotes, dieting. This will just become a way of life. So remember, this is just something for the short term to get you to your goals. This is not forever. And you 100% can do this. So if you want additional resources, if you need help, if you're looking for a coach, I am taking on new clients. You can reach out to me at bridalbootcampsandiego at gmail.com or you can visit the website at www.bridalbootcampsandiego.com. Look at the information that I offer there, submit an inquiry form, um, and we'll go from there. So for week two, for those of y'all that are looking forward to this 12-week experiment with me, I will be giving you the results of this first week of cut. So I am doing, again, that 10%. Uh, all of y'all should be taking some measurements at the end of your one week of maintenance review. You should be getting your weight. You should be getting some measuring tapes and measuring your biceps, your chest, your waist, your hips, your calves, because the scale doesn't always tell us everything we need to know when we're trying to drop some fat. And review on a weekly to bi-weekly basis. So that is all for today, friends. Thanks for listening, and I will catch you guys next week. Mm-hmm.